There's a, a certain news guy who's been in the news a lot. Who am I talking about? Yeah, who, yeah, who else would it be, right? Right, right. And um, I just... It's interesting the things that are going on in, in our nation. Uh, maybe I should say it's disturbing what's going on in our nation. Um, and even in uh, a allegedly relatively conservative, uh, fair and balanced news corporation would remove somebody like him who was the number one... Um, Man, in, in that spot, he, he was. Uh, stats show he had more Democrats listening, watching him than CNN and MSNBC. And why? That's exactly it. Yeah. Yeah, right. He wanted to. And, and he did a lot. He probably crossed some lines, upsets the, the big pharma guys who, I mean, they, they're, you watch the Super Bowl? Did you see the Pfizer's, you know, all these big things, are all these things. And um, uh, but nobody, let me put it this way, just using Tucker as an example of, there's many others I could use, but since he's, you know, He's on the headlines. Let's talk about him. I was I was watching them, you know, Megyn Kelly and and uh, Bill O'Reilly and and Greta Van Susteren. They all left Fox News years ago. All pretty much at once. They were all of a sudden gone. Bill O'Reilly was fired under cloud and this. And I thought, oh, that's great. And then I saw Tucker come on, and he was awesome. I thought he was sincere and stuff like that. There, there's not. There's, there was no like big ad campaign to try to get people to watch him. I mean, not any more than anything else. But people started gravitating to him for, for the one thing you've already said. He's a truth teller. And he's actually willing to admit when he was wrong. He was all for the, I think, the Iraq war initially, and then he realized what a horrible thing that was. And he, he's had, you know, but he's somebody who's... He was, who's comes across as genuine and really wants to know the truth and is not afraid to question his own stances in the past. Truth tellers are attractive without trying. And we are in a day that America is crying out for the truth. Now, there's going to be those who are going to, uh, they don't want, they've got their head stuck in some hole, like some ostrich, you know. They don't want to, they don't want to hear those things that they, they just, they determined, you know, like the, you know, like the little kid, you know, that somebody's telling them something they don't want to hear. They go, Dan, I don't hear you out here, you know, make all this big noise. And that's what, that's what the cancel culture's become, right? You had what Riley Gaines, a, a very accomplished uh, female uh, swimmer, who um, actually amazingly tied Leah Thomas, that, 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 that man who's swimming in women's swimsuits. And, uh, but they gave, the tr- they gave the trophy to him instead of her. 
because it looked better. And she was making the, she was saying, this is wrong. Biological men should not be in women's sports and vice versa. And, um, and she was at a Turning Point USA event. She just to share this in a, in a, a, a auditorium with people who had come to hear and a bunch of trans activists come in there and all they could do is shout her, shout her down, shout her down and just shout trans people are trans is a human in all this. Stuff. We are in such a, a time of, of turmoil and such deception, even from the White House and the House and the, the and the Senate and and the majority of our news media they have lied to us. the medical community. How many nurses and doctors lost their jobs because they wouldn't get the shots that we now know do not stop you from getting. COVID, they do not stop you from spreading. Those silly masks actually are more dangerous to your health than anything else. In fact, they knew all that ahead of time, and yet they lied to us. What kind of government agencies do that? And some would be very anxious that I'm even talking about this because we're, shut up. Right? There's this pressure that you better conform or we're coming after you. And I, that's why I wrote in my column all about the SB 5599 that's, as far as I know, still sitting on Inslee's desk. Pray he does not sign that thing. But if he does, it becomes law that a 13-year-old could run away from home in Washington State and the state will hide them from their parents and let them get the abortion they want, let them get the trans surgeries and whatever they want. And the parent has no ability. Likewise, somebody could bring a 13-year-old from any other state into Washington and those parents in the other states completely lose their rights. That is evil. That is wicked. That is demonic. Um, and... Um, uh, must be opposed. And then I also talked about the, well, we've talked about the, the, uh, tr- the gender inclusion policy in sports and in the public schools here in Washington State. I encourage you people, you go check your school district, go into their policy list on their website, you're going to find 3211P in Washington State. And it, it, it goes even to the point that the, if a boy thinks he's a girl, he should be allowed to wear, wear women's clothing and be in the, the women's locker rooms and everything. And you are not to misgender them, not to use the wrong pronoun. If they want this name, you are not allowed to do that. And they could, if they feel discriminated against, they, there's a way in which they can uh, bring a complaint against adults who actually call them according to their gender, their real gender. And then you have things like, I could just, Tucker Carlson, I mean, he, he spoke last week, this last week at uh, some fundraiser for a, a ministry, actually started as a ministry helping um, disabled adults. And the um, room was filled with about 1,200 people. He got a big standing ovation and stuff. Why? Because he's a great hero? No. He just simply wants to tell the truth. So let's be truth tellers. And I believe, really, honestly, the only way, that if you know, in, in um, is it Galatians 5? I'm kind of just, um, just sharing from my heart. Um, 
he said, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. It is for freedom that Christ has set you free. Freedom is important to God. That you and I know what it means to live this life with freedom, not bondage. Just think about the enslavement that, 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 that you and I are, are, be, are trying to be put under. And some people have done it. You know, that, that person who still wears a mask in their car with the windows up driving down 395. Understand, they've been enslaved in fear. Likewise, the, the, the fear that makes most of us, many people, want to just be silent. Oh, don't, don't even question anything that's, that the, the mainstream media, uh, the, the propaganda wing of the, of the liberals, um, if the, the narr- it goes against their narrative. Don't you dare suggest that the 2020 election actually was stolen. Even though now we have obvious, how in the world in these swing states, in these swing counties, uh, is it, does it matter that there's more votes than there are voters? And that people are dying. You know, when these, first, these shots first came out, you know, we... We're all, it's all a learning curve. We, you know, none, none of us are, are, are biologists or science, you know, dermat, not dermatologists. What's a, um, a shot people, um, <laughs> doctor, professionals, right? Pharmaceutical guys and all those people. Um, but those who knew, who are, who are brave enough to say, hey, wait a people are going to start dying in about a year. Because they understood the dynamics of this mRNA thing that had never been used on human beings before. And now, when in professional international sports, young, young athletes were dying at about maybe 20, 29 a year for like over 30-some years, now it's in about a Less than two-year period, 1,600 fell, died on, on the fields or in the locker rooms, um, and uh, almost 1,200 of them died. The other ones were resuscitated. But this is just like unbelievable what's happening. But don't talk about that because you're a conspiracy. This fear... This fear to enslave you, to make you self-censor yourself and not, not ask the questions. They need to be asked. But they didn't like Tucker because he actually was asking some difficult questions. Why can't we see the documents about, why, about JFK's assassination? All these different things. The importance of, of, of telling uh, the truth there's such an absence of that. There's such an embracing of a lie that uh, I believe we have really introduced um, and welcomed the demonic into this, inf- I'll just say influence into our nation. Is there a day you don't hear about some kind of mass shooting or something almost? There's, there was a mall shooting yesterday, nine people dead. And just I just saw this morning some guy outside of some Texas place in Texas drove his truck through a bunch of people and killed people just this morning. 
This is not a political issue. This is a spiritual issue. Um, you know, um, the satanic temple, which can't be, is not to be confused with the church of Satan. In fact, the two of them don't like each other. The satanic, the satanic temple, TST, is only um, about 10 years old. Um, they just had their, um, their um, conference. And listen to the things that are important to them. And see if, it's, if you've heard any politicians supporting these things. <clears throat> they want to deconstruct your religious upbringing. They, they, uh, they want to uh, uh, talk about why religion, to get, a, get a, away from religion, is atheistic in itself. They, they believe that you should re- reclaim your trans body, about, all about transgenderism. Um, the idea of just whatever, you, whatever uh, sexual pleasure you want, that's up to you. Whatever you want to be, uh, that's all about you. Uh, reproductive justice, you know what that's about. That's abortion. And then what they would call racial, racial um, intersectionality, which is CRT and, and those kind of things. Um, um, these are principles in Satanism. And we see what's happening all around us. It's like those people who should be telling us the truth are just the lies. It's, it's bold. I don't know if you've, we've, we've, unfortunately, Cindy and I have had to deal with a scammer or two. And the bold-faced lies that they have come out with is is stunning and jesus spoke up to the the um the pharisees um they said our father is abraham your father's not abraham if he was you would you would love me but your father not abraham you your father is the devil you speak his, his native language you lie and he you know when he speak when he lies he speaks his native tongue when you find a, a, a group a, a, an organization uh a i don't know what you want to call it i a political party or whatever kind of thing that that they embrace the lie then who is really boss of that don't tell me that that is not a um, they are not working for the devil himself. They don't have to worship him. They don't have to bow down. They, have to, uh, they don't have to have upside and down crosses or pentagrams. But when, we, when, when a, a people embrace a lie, they have ceased to, um, well, that they're, they're serving, serving um, darkness. And in this climate, I believe that there are all kinds of Americans. How about the Bud Light thing? You know what that showed? I, I saw um, they, they showed a video at a big sports arena in the concession stands. And they all had people lining up, but the Bud Light one, not a single person there. You know what that tells me? Is America is hungry for truth, and they are sick and tired of all these lies being put out there. That America is not 50% transgender, but 
America is, is longing for truth, longing for hope, longing for the real thing. They may not even know exactly where that is, but when they see it, they'll know it. Amen? And so Isaiah 55 I believe God uses these kinds of things to... He doesn't make them happen. Um, He allows them in the sense that he gave us free will. He's not pulling strings. We're not some kind of like... He's not some puppet master. Um, When people say everything happens for a reason, um, I disagree. There's a reason everything happens. Somebody was foolish, somebody was impatient, somebody was hateful, someone, you know. But to say that everything happens for a reason, what you're also saying is God had a reason for that. All right, so how about those children that were abused by their uncle and their dad? You're going to tell me that happened for a reason? You can say somehow that somehow God in his divine wisdom thought that would be a good idea? Not at all. When things happen, they happen because somebody did something wrong for one reason or another. But God didn't make it happen. Romans 8.28 comes to play where it says, "For For in all things God works for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. It says, in all things, God works. I would put it this way. When you bring God into all things in your life, he will then take it and make it for good. He was not responsible for the evil, for the dumb things maybe you did or evil things people have done to you. It's not responsible for that. But he says, if you will put me, if you will love me and, 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 and walk according to my purposes, my will. I, I will take whatever comes into your life, whether it's you or somebody else, and I will make it like a, like a chisel to, to, to shape, shape you and fashion you into like a fire to purify you and make you more than you could ever be. What the enemy meant for evil, I'm going to take it for good. Amen? That's what that means. And it, these are those moments where here we are in America and we are, we are divided and we're killing each other. We're beating each other up. In New York City, subway stuff, my goodness what they're doing. Um, all in Chicago and these, these cities. If anything, I have to believe, I'm sure you do too, that, that America is getting thirsty. Right? Isaiah 55, verse 1. Come all who are thirsty. Come to the waters and you who have no money. Come buy and eat. Come buy wine and milk without money, without cost. Why spend money on what is not bread and your labor on what does not satisfy? Listen. Listen to me and eat what is good and your soul will delight in the richest affair. Give ear and come to me and hear me that your soul may live. We don't need to be intimidated by the wickedness around us or be, be, be dominated by it. Because our God is greater than all that stuff. Amen? And if we will turn to him, he has more than ample to, not over, not to overcome those things and actually turn them around for his, for his glory and for the salvation of many, many people.
Verse 6, seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he was near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the evil man his thoughts. Let him turn to the Lord and he will have mercy on him. And to our God, for he will freely pardon him. Amen? I want you to, uh, you got that other, uh, Amanda? You have that. I want you to watch this. This is a five-minute clip from one of the, the videos, the transformation videos from the, called Let the Sea Resound. And notice if you'll notice something similar to what happened in 2000 and what and the streets were like and compared to what's, what's happening right now and then how things change. So it's just about five minutes and then we'll, I'll just share a few more things and we'll, we'll close. Nope, wrong one. That's Hebrides. That says Hebrides. I, I need the, let the sea resound. There you go. The volume. The civil disorders have disrupted our lives like never before. Uh, there was a violence in the streets. It's a disaster. Absolutely shocking. At the moment, the focus will be on the army and which side it decides to support. Even our soldiers cannot be trusted when they have guns in their hands. It was going backwards to the dark ages. It's to do with the rebellious spirit in us that uh, had uh, the spirit of sedition, the spirit of, of jealousy and anger and uh, division that's been in us, ingrained in our culture. It was through that political upheaval that there was a lot of soul searching in the heart of a lot of leaders. Why? Does this happen in our generation? The churches and the congregations in Fiji were so divided. But now, something happened. It has brought us together to put our cry together to the Lord. And this is the cry, the genuine cry of the people from their hearts to put to their God. So everywhere people were praying. They knew that if there was to be any solution to Fiji's problem, it had to come from God and God alone. When uh, the events of May 2000 happened, there were pastors who got together in their churches uh, and just prayed and prayed and uh, submitted to God and asked for God's forgiveness and for God to help out because I think they too believed. That was the last call from God for not just the pastors but for our people and our leaders just to humble themselves and, uh, and turn to God. It was on the basis of the prayers of the country through the various denominations that has pulled this country back from the brink of disaster. We were caught by surprise by the program of God. It was the prayers that broke through. It was the power of prayer. The community has totally been transformed within a year, less than a year. You go down the streets and people are smiling. Uh, yeah, that didn't happen 12 months ago. 
the Lord is really blessing us. It's beginning to take change. It's healing the land. Trees that used not to bear fruits start bearing fruits now. How many fish did you count? Tolu, 3,957. The power of the transformation of the gospel of Jesus Christ has brought all this. People are coming, you know, in, in thousands. I believe there is a wave of God that is coming over this nation. God is moving in a different way altogether like he has never before. I just know that it was really born of God. Uh, because the people that we are working together now, it's what, you know, it was like uh, we were like uh, a cat and a mouse before. <laughs> You know, so when a cat and a mouse can walk together, <laughs> you know, it's, it's of God. in a year I mean, that was a coup in May of 2000 if you remember in Fiji and that one guy you saw a picture guy kind of behind bars that was the leader of it George Strait and he was talking to the, the media at that time and the, I mean the, the, they had even more turmoil than we've got and the church were divided and the churches here are divided And I know some people weren't even happy me talking about this. I, I don't know if some people left simply because of what, what I started talking about, but that's our problem. We don't like being made uncomfortable. But it's about time we looked deep into the wound in America and said, it's going, we're, 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 we're terminal. Without God stepping in, in in a way that only he can do, And but he, then he's also asking us to call upon him like we never have before. But he says, if you do that, I will come and I will answer. And look what I can do in less than a year. So come, are you thirsty for the truth? For the living water. That we should seek him while he may be found and he's going to he has mercy has mercy for you it's even we take it right down to the individual if you yourself are aware that, that there's there's things in your life that are not right with god and you got reason to think god's god would never accept me or i've done this there is mercy for you amen can anybody testify to that you you right you, i have that mercy in my life i need that mercy i need that mercy every day 
Amen? You turn from those things, and he'll help us even in that. Amen? For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. God has come. And I, um, I just want us to just embrace the truth that, that, that God is inviting us. That, that Isaiah 55, God is the one inviting the wicked nation to come to him. What is that about? It should be the other way around. And yet, it shows how much he loves us. How much he really cares that he calls for us to come to him even before we know we need him. And I would say one other thing, if you'd forgive the uh, the um, allusion to uh, to Tucker one more time, I just... Um, he he said something. He's he's no Bible scholar. He's he, he's in that speech. He talked even more funny about his Episcopalian roots, and so I'll let him do that. But but he said this. I'll be done with this. He said, "When you tell the truth," he said, "When you tell the truth, something comes in and fills you." Those are his words. I'm not trying to be supernatural here. I'm certainly not a theologian, but when you tell the truth, something happens. And one thing is you, I don't know if you put it this way, but you also, you learn more truth becomes evident, but you become stronger and better and bolder. And, and like on the opposite side, if you lie, then you have to keep lying and you become weaker and dumber and poorer as a person. We know about, the scripture says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, right? And, and, and acknowledgement of God is, is understanding. Um, in oh, Isaiah 33, 6, he says, verse 5 says, The Lord is exalted, for he dwells on high. He will fill Zion with justice and righteousness. We need true justice and righteousness in our land. Amen? Verse 6, he will be the sure foundation for your times, a rich store of salvation and wisdom and knowledge. The fear of the Lord is the key to this treasure. The fear of the Lord is the key to this treasure. Understanding the fear of the Lord is the kind of fear that makes you run to God, not away from him. Right? To want to honor him and please him like a loving father. And as we do that, if we will do that, even our personal lives, if we will, I mean, just start like, if we will say the truth about ourselves, you know, and say, it's, another word would be confession. Say the truth about ourselves to God. Say, God, you're right. I did this. This was wrong. I, you know, whatever. And you do that, God, because I want, I want to serve you. That what's going to happen is you're going to begin. God's going to give you wisdom. He's going to help you understand truth. Things are going to happen to, to begin to develop in you to, to an understanding that you did not have before. I've told you about this before if you've been here. When I became a Christian at 14, I had some confusion about things in the future. But when I became a Christian without having to know all the answers, things started making more sense. 
And we need wisdom in this day, and it begins by a true biblical fear of the Lord and people who will be the truth-tellers in their day. Truth with love and compassion, but my goodness, a bold truth. Unapologetic. Because that's the only way you and I are going to walk through this muck and this mire around us with any kind of freedom if we recognize I'm accountable to one person and his name is the Lord Jesus Christ and his Father. Amen? Because at the end, people will come. Those who have any ability to recognize the lie and the truth, when they find the place where the truth is, they'll know where to go. But we have more than just words, don't we? We have the power of God. And uh, uh, he wants to demonstrate that power as well. And so when we stand, this power has this for a moment. I know we're going to eat, and they're making noise back there, but they ignore, ignore the guy behind the curtain, you know. Um, thank you for everybody who helps with all this stuff, too, by the way. Let's just bow our heads for a moment. and just going to close. Um, but just tell the truth to yourself. What, what truth has God been trying uh, to say? Uh, and it doesn't necessarily have to be bad, but I just... Just begin by being a truth teller to yourself and a truth teller to God. So that I haven't served you like I should. I haven't been. I haven't been reading my Bible or praying, or I haven't, or maybe I have done this or that. I was wrong. Just tell them I was wrong. That was wrong. Forgive me. I confess that was wrong. Forgive me. I should have done that. I, I didn't do what you asked me. I, I was wrong. Just tell him that. I got I, I was wrong. I forgive me. I love you and I serve you. And whatever whatever kind of commitment you need to make to the Lord, just give you a chance. This is your time to do that. Renewed commitment, whatever it might be. Because God is more than able and more than willing to meet you. Because he wants to use a church that is that knows him, that loves him, that follows him, that not a perfect church and never be a perfect church, but walks in the in the fear of the Lord that makes us run to him and, and do try to live the way he asks us to. That he might then use that church for for us to gather to seek him and call upon him for the sake of our nation and the people of this nation for revival, for awakening, and transformation. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus.